This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's hour one on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Gang's all here ready to go, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We say good morning to the Blitz. 1170 a.m. Tulsa, Oklahoma. They have climbed on board of the Dan Patrick Show train, a train that is going to continue to run for four and a half more years. Tulsa, you said it could never happen, Paulie. Yeah, I hopefully I was wishful. Yeah, the Blitz, 1170 a.m. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as we creep closer towards 400 radio no, stations. not 400. 400 radio stations. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. You can download the app, and you can watch this program all three hours. Peter King is going to join us. He's been to a few training camps, including the Jets. We'll get his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to I'm gonna pose this to Peter King. Over, under, Aaron Rodgers, stay with the Jets. And I'm going to put it at two and a half years. What do you think Peter King will, after talking to Aaron Rodgers, if I said two and a half years, Peter King will join us coming up next hour. We had Aaron Rodgers getting involved in the Sean Payton, Nathaniel Hackett controversy. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Uh, let's see. Operator Tyler standing by, taking your phone calls. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The Angels keep buying. The Mets are selling. Trade deadline coming up tomorrow. You got uh, controversy with the Colts. You got Jim Irsay and his star running back, Jonathan Taylor. They're not on the same page. Joe Burrow's going to be out a few weeks. We contemplated, what does a few mean? If I said over under a few at two and a half, what would you take? Is few two or over two and a half, three. Marvin, if you're bringing friends over to your mom's house and you say, <laughs> I'm going to bring a few friends, how many would few be? Three. All right. At least. At least three. Todd, what is few? Few would be as many as four. Once you're getting into the five range, I think that becomes several. Okay. Oh, geez. <laughs> you went from few to several. I think the five spot gets you several people are coming over. All right. How about you, Seton O'Connor? A few is three plus. Okay. Paulie? Plus. That's that's very open-ended. Yeah. Well, it could be four. Because, oh. I mean, five could be a handful. Yeah. I'm going to go hard ceiling, hard floor. Three to four is few. Okay. Once you, the few means less, not a lot. Several is very but, open-ended. But what is the line between less and lot? If I'm a Bengals fan and I hear <laughs> Joe Burrow's out a few weeks, that's yeah. bothersome. Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering, I did not make it to the Snoop Dogg concert with Wiz Khalifa. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, the guy that I was going with bailed, and I wasn't going to go Han Solo. He was going. He knew people who knew people, and it was going to be a big deal, and then uh, he, he bailed on me. Seton, did you make it to the 
Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg concert. Yo, we had settled on a compromise of it was just going to be me and my son that were going to go. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Uh, your wife read some of the lyrics with Snoop Dogg? She knows knows some of Snoop's uh, music, but she wasn't quite as well-versed as maybe she thought she was. Mm. And then she started... I think like just going down a playlist or whatever, and she got to uh, one song called "It Ain't No Fun." Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another part to the even just the title of that. Marvin's always singing that. Hey, you you can't even play that. I'm gonna play what we can play on terrestrial radio. Okay, here is Snoop Dogg. And I met you last night, that's it. <laughs> they, she she was reading lyrics to me and saying, "I can't stand next to our son while someone is saying this." Okay. Um. So that being said, then we ended up not actually making it to the concert after all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You and your son couldn't go. No, we ended up having like a a little bit of an issue, a uh, medical issue at home that kind of ruined the vibe. Oh. Everything's fine. Okay. But it was kind of like we were. Uh, Pretty much like, oh, yeah, well, let's just go then. And then some things happened. It was like, I just kind of killed the vibe. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to go. And, of course, I was I was going to have a great time. But, uh, yeah, my buzzkill friend said, no, I can't do it. And I said, okay. And then he said, do you want to go to Jersey and see Snoop? I go, no. <laughs> no. You know, he goes, it's, it's like an hour and 45 minutes away. And I go, No. No, I was going to go to Hartford and see Snoop and Wiz Khalifa. I don't even know if I would have seen Wiz Khalifa, but even if I saw Wiz Khalifa, I might not know that I saw Wiz Khalifa. But uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, my friend's like, hey, he wants to talk football with you. I go, okay, all right. He said, but we're not going in. There's no secondhand smoke, and I'm not going on the bus. And a big I, Raiders guy, isn't he, Snoop? I think he's a Steeler fan. I think he was trying to get in maybe with the Washington Commanders. Wiz Khalifa is a Steeler. He had Black and Yellow as one of his songs. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I didn't get to see uh, Snoop and Wiz Khalifa, and neither did see. Yeah. yeah, For differing reasons. Yes, Paul? It's Snoop I feel bad for. He's expecting you. He's expecting Seton. Little Seton is going to be there. Yeah, Yeah. I know. And then we found out that my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, took her and like a bunch of her teenage daughter's friends oh, to the show. Oh, boy. And that, that was just an interesting twist, too, because I was just like, well, okay. just thinking. Okay. But some of the concerns my wife had. And, All right. Yeah. Anywho. Well, we will do best and worst of the weekend. I'm not sure if that will come up as one of uh, Seton's best or worst, but uh, we'll have that for you. And your phone calls always welcome. We'll settle on a poll question. Uh, Todd, was with his passive-aggressive suggestions, I'll start with you, Todd. Aaron Rodgers' reaction to what Sean Payton said about Nathaniel Hackett is right on the money, stick up for your beloved former coach, unnecessary, leave it alone and worry about getting the Jets to the Super Bowl. All right, this happened with uh, USA Today. Jarrett Bell did an interview with Sean Payton. And Sean Payton was uh, speaking out of school, I think, as most coaches and players, ownership, but he was honest. And it's almost like he was an analyst with what he was saying. But uh, Aaron Rodgers said that Sean Payton's comments about Nathaniel Hackett were very surprising and out of character for a coach to do that to another coach. Uh, do we have some sound off of this, uh, Marvin? It made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep... Uh, my coach's name's out of his mouth. Okay. And yes, they do get to play during the regular season. Yay! Week five. Broncos, Jets. Um, Let's go. It would be better if Sean Payton was playing as opposed to being the coach for the Broncos. But uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, not pleased. But Payton uh, hinted that the Jets, uh, you know, they're infatuated with pomp and circumstance of a blockbuster offseason that included the acquisition of Rodgers. Peyton hinted that the Jets were, quote, a dream team that is doomed to failure. Also uh, talked about um, the play calling, uh, the offensive line, how everybody was pretty much culpable for the Broncos being terrible last year. And don't put all of this on Russell Wilson. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about his relationship, and he said, uh, 
you know, uh, I love him and his family. He's an incredible family man, an incredible dad. Not sure what that has to do with coaching. And on the field, he's arguably my favorite coach I've ever had in the NFL. Yeah, he said a lot of nice things, stood up for his coach. Good. Uh, And they play each other week five. So uh, your question was uh, my reaction to that right on the money Stick up for your beloved former coach. Unnecessary. Leave it alone. Worry about getting the Jets to the Super Bowl. No, in the moment, you got to say something. I, I, I think he did the, the right thing. That's his current coach. and It's not like Nathaniel Hackett's back in Green Bay. He's there with the Jets. Yes, yeah, Eaton. If Nathaniel Hackett was just his former coach and not his current offensive coordinator, well, does he say anything? Well, um, I don't know if he says it with the same tone. That it might be more of a, hey, you know, that's unprofessional. You shouldn't be talking about other coaches like that. Uh, he, he did the best he could. He's still one of my favorite coaches. I don't know if he'd get to the line where you keep my... It, it was almost a Will Smith moment with Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. That was the feeling I got. Like, I, is he going to come up there and smack Sean Payton on the sidelines? Week five? Uh, the NFL has to love this. The NFL has to just sit back and go, yeah, all right, I like that. Yeah, continue. Yeah, you know, we don't want violence, but uh, we do uh, We do like controversy. Yes, Marvin? Week one of Hard Knocks, already set. Oh, yes. Yes, you're right. But uh, Aaron Rodgers was doing an interview with Peter Schrager from NFL Network, and uh, had a few things to say there. Peter King spoke with Aaron Rodgers as well, and he'll join us coming up a little bit later on. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary. It's extra easy with full remote access to your vehicle from your smartphone via the Mercedes Me Connect app. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. What else do you have today, Todd? We've got, if my current life situation was a baseball team at the trade deadline being trade deadline eve today, I'm a buyer, I'm a seller. Whether you got a boyfriend or girlfriend you're not in loving these days, or you're taking a look at your wife, husband, and kids at a particular moment, you're like, you know what? I don't know about where things are going here. Okay, run that by me again. If my current life situation was a baseball team at the trade deadline, I'm a buyer, I'm a seller. Okay, what are you? I am definitely a buyer. I'm not looking to add to the family. I'm not, not reading it that way. Buyer is more what? like you're content and you uh, hope that things will get even what? better than they already are. Well, you gave us only two options. That's the only two you're options. You're either you buying or selling. Right, and if you're, you're buying, buying into your family and your girlfriend or boyfriend and things are great and you, you've got no, positive I don't think uh, attitude. So. When you're add. buying, you're adding. When you're selling, you're discarding. However, you want to read into it. <laughs> so are they both negative? Is no, that the, no, what no, you're saying? Buyer would probably be more positive, like things are going well. And you know, I'm talking to Dan. I think you got to have a third. First of all, it's a stupid question. Oh, wow. Yes. yes. That's harsh. Well, if I'm a buyer, like they're both wrong. Heck, you're buying into what you have. This is great. I love my family. No, I love no, my no, career. No, I love no, my life. That's not okay. If I'm looking at that and I look at teams that don't do anything at the trade deadline, are they buying? They didn't do anything, but they're buying into the team they have. They think they don't have to do anything no, more. They got exactly what they No, that's not the way we label these teams. But you, the seller one is very that, interesting. You're going to break up with somebody, or you're going to get a divorce, or you're going to get quit your job. But there's all kinds of things you could do with seller. Who do you think is going to admit that? This is an anonymous poll. Frank <laughs> yeah, West Virginia on Twitter is, is pretty easy. <laughs> but if it did say like content with my roster, it's, yeah, okay. I, I mean, what else do you have, Todd? Ready to watch Team USA versus Portugal at 3 in the morning Eastern time? Absolutely. I'm all about the World Cup. I'm going to have to miss that one. All right. 3 a.m. Eastern time, the pitch. All right. How much UFC and boxing did you tune in for this weekend? That got some attention over the weekend. Just UFC, just the boxing, both neither. I'm going to save this for a little bit later. We'll address that with the uh, boxing match. That was a what I thought must see TV. Okay, what else? And if you're a running back feeling very underpaid these days, Will you get a part-time job on the side to help cover expenses? <laughs> Unfortunately, I might just have to. Nah, I still make some pretty good dough. I'll be all right. Uh, I, I don't know if you have to do all right. I like all right. I like that. <laughs> all right. Um, Seton, do you got anything better? Will you get a part-time job yeah. to cover expenses? Uh, You're struggling. I, you know what? Actually, I was going to throw up your Aaron Rodgers question Ooh. for Peter King. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will stay with the Jets for two and a half years. You'd take the over or under? Yeah. That's fun. 
Okay. I'm throw that one up there. Okay. Why? What do you think? Man, I'm not in the business any longer of trying to handicap. Will he, will Aaron he be Rogers. there for a couple years or a few years? Ooh. Dan? Yeah. Well, few, yeah. and that's where I was thinking. Few is two and a half. That would be three. Is he going to be there a few years or four? Yeah. Do I think he's going to be there more than two years? Man. I'm going to say yes, but with the caveat, if they would happen to win the Super Bowl, then I don't know if he would continue to play. Walk off. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Just that that would be the only caveat. The asterisk that what, Todd? If he's healthy enough, don't you try for the repeat though? Like Elway was all banged up, and he stuck it out one more year. And he, you know, it doesn't necessarily work out that way where you can win two in a row and leave. But uh, if he's still well enough to play, and you happen to win the Super Bowl, well, how about how about we wait to see if they win one? Which I don't think they're going to. And do. then we could have the topic of, hey, how do you not stick around and try to go back to back? I think it would be one of those. Uh, you know, understand this: he was ninety percent retired when he went into his dark place that he was going to retire, and then came out, and now he's going to play. Now, ma'am, now he, maybe he's going to play one year or maybe, well, maybe two years. So now he's going to be 90% retired to Mount. Maybe he's going to play for three years. I think if he wins a Super Bowl, it'd be a walk-off for him. But you, I'm not going to try to handicap him. Uh, it, it's difficult because trying to understand what his motives are, uh, what he wants to do with his life, what he wants to do after this, how important is football in his life? If it wasn't important, it was 10% important. It was 90% not important. Now, and then if something goes wrong, he gets nicked up, they start to lose, he's not having fun, then all of a sudden you're going to go under two and a half. Yes, Todd. I'll tell you what is important. Mike Florio seemed to agree with me last week, getting that $33.7 million on the back end. That's just not going to go away. I realize that. you 1.3% of the team, whatever they're going to do. You have a problem with Aaron Rodgers. I just refuse to believe that he's going to give the Jets back $33.7 million never to see that money ever again is impossible for me to believe. You could okay, how much money you have. You could be right, but you could be wrong. Uh, I think I'm wrong. Speaking of... You may be crazy. <laughs> you might be... be that's the lunatic you're looking for. That's Billy Joel. You may be right. That's great. Glass Houses. Yeah. First song of Glass Houses. Thank Friday. You. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Uh, by sometimes a fantasy and don't ask me why and still rock and roll to me. We're going to take a break, but you're not singing Billy Joel on Friday I'm night not. with Darius Rucker. An awful Lena, I believe, was the last song of Side A. Yes. Uh, we do need to talk about this because the guest list is getting out of hand. As I was told over an email, let's not invite the entire town, please. <laughs> uh, bleep show uh, was also a phrase that came up by somebody on Darius's uh, end here. But uh, Todd will be, uh, he'll be there. We're going to chronicle everything that happens. It'll be behind the music with uh, Todd Fritz, with uh, Darius coming up on Friday night. Let's take a break. Jonathan Taylor and Jim Ursay at odds next here. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds explain how they've helped thousands of small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. The ERC is the Employee Retention Credit. If you own a business with more than four employees, you could have money waiting for you to be claimed. Innovation Refunds is dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys who are experienced in understanding ways that different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions as the result of the pandemic. The ERC is not a wasteful government program. The tax credits for small businesses are helping the American economy. Go to innovationrefunds.com. See if you qualify. You could be on your way to receiving money for your business, and there's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. But to get started, 1-843-REFUNDS. 1-843-REFUNDS, or go to innovationrefunds.com. Innovationrefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning. 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Plan accordingly. We have football coming up Thursday, I believe. Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Okay. Jets-Browns? Yeah. All right. It's uh, it's never satisfying when you watch it, but you look forward to tuning into it. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I've gone to a couple of those, and um, you know, the whole weekend is one big party and the festivities, and it they they do a wonderful job there. And going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, if you get a chance, you're in Cleveland. It's not that far to drive to Canton, but there's so many different things in there. Um, and just seeing the bust, being able to walk around, uh, videos that they have, just the atmosphere there. It's really, uh, really well done. The game is not very good because you're not going to have stars playing, and it's going to be hot. It's going to be muggy. And uh, it is football, at least close to it. You know, we're happy with that. It's like, uh, it's not really football, but it's football. We're really starting to get hungry now. It's like you put on the bib, you know, the lobster's right in front of you. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. 
Here we go. Give me some crackers. Give me a beer. I'm ready to go. Yes, Pauline. You know, I, I got the odds on the Hall of Fame game if you want to get really degenerative. I mean, that's that's bad stuff. I'm going to say Jets by one and a half. I, I got the Jets getting a point and a half. Oh. A slap in the okay. face. Okay. All right. Over under 33. Not a lot of scoring expected. Yeah. You see, isn't I? You know what? I I used to bet on preseason football. Oh, I bet on the Hall of Fame game before. Yeah, yeah. Because you're Jonesing to get some action going. I it it was it was bad. That's just stupid. You know? Are we going to see Tim Boyle versus Kellen Mond? Let's go. Is that going to be the quarterback matchup? They're going to be involved probably at some point. (laughs) Does Aaron Rodgers even get dressed? Ready for the game? Is he in street clothes? I can't imagine that you'd be like, yeah, Aaron, you got to suit up. What? Oh, the starters you don't think get a series? Not, not this juncture? I wouldn't. No. Yeah, like why in the world would you put Aaron Rodgers in that game? I want to know who's in front of Aaron Rodgers if I put Aaron Rodgers out there. You know, I don't want the Denver Broncos offensive line from last year. <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> It's like, you know, Sean Payton was acting as an analyst, and I think that was that's what surprised people. It's like, all right, you may feel that way. You didn't have to name names. You could have said, you know, there's a lot to clean up. You know, everything that happened last year, Russ getting sacked 55 times, he's not that kind of quarterback. We got to clean it up. We got to protect him, and we're going to be a better team this year. I guarantee it. But you didn't need to drag down Nathaniel Hackett to elevate you. You're Sean Payton. Okay, you don't need to. But that was more analytical, I think, than it was coaching fraternity, because normally you don't hear coaches bash other coaches or even quarterbacks bash other quarterbacks like everybody is in the fraternity here. That's what surprised people. Now, Jonathan Taylor and Jim Mercer are not in the fraternity. They're in different fraternities. The running backs fraternity is they're losing pledges, you know. They, every week is hell week for a, a running back in his fraternity. And then you got Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay is the one owner who, well, Jerry Jones does. But Jim Ursay says some things where you go, he probably shouldn't have done that. But uh, uh, here's a little bit of Jim Ursay talking about uh, his situation, his life, and his running back. If I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor's out of the league, no one's going to miss us. The league goes on. I mean, you know, we know that. The national football rolls on. It doesn't matter, you know, who who comes and who goes. I don't know if we have to get life and death here. That uh, <laughs> If I die and Jonathan Taylor dies, nobody cares. I, I mean, yeah, probably right. I mean, they, they probably would, would remember Jim say for basically – I don't know, being born on third base, your dad had a team, your dad moved the team, you took over the team, and you use your money to buy guitars and things like that. That's it. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's working for his money, and I think that's the disconnect. Jim Ursay hasn't worked for his money. Jonathan Taylor is like, this This is all I have here. I got one more year. This is my contract year. And the Colts are probably being very prudent by saying, look, we want to see how your ankle is. You know, you got banged up. Are you a great running back? Yes. Uh, he was his second-round draft pick. But, the, you know, the Colts are probably going, well, Dalvin Cook's out there and Zeke Elliott uh, will use a second-round draft pick next year. I mean, this is, this is the thought process. As much as we want to go, uh, you should be getting 13 to $16 million. Yes, but he's disposable. He just is because of that position. He's, he's sports disposable where you go, guy, he was really good running back. We can go down the list of running backs where you go, God, that guy had three years where he was awesome. Man, that guy was four, four years great. Marion Barber, man, I love the way he ran. It, it's the, the game is littered with these running backs. Everybody it feels like is replaceable at that position. Yes, Eden. Does that mean if we go back through history, running backs become less impressive then? Um, I mean, be- how many of those dudes were impressive now just because they were given the time to be? You mean had a, uh, a longer career, the longevity yeah. of it? Um, I'd like to think that Jim Brown and Gail Sayers, O.J. Simpson, Eric Dickerson, those were unique talents. Walter Payton. And what, now those unique talents just don't exist? I don't know if 
those run, yeah, there's there's great running backs. Because it kind of feels like to me we can't keep the greatness of the old running backs while saying modern ones are worthless. Well, the owners are saying they're worthless. Yeah. Um, I mean, would the Cowboys not have been just as good if they just replaced Emmitt Smith after three years? Well, they were a run-first team. Um, I don't know if you can just get some... Well, you know, Emmett was durable. Could you have found another running back behind that offensive line? Yeah, you probably could. Probably not to the degree of Emmett. Um, but you're right. Is Derrick Henry one of the great running backs of all time or just great in this era? Uh, Chris Johnson, is he a great running back or just great in his you know, little time capsule here? Um, so, yeah, yeah, probably so. Um, like, is there somebody like Jim Brown back then? No, there wasn't. Um, I mean, Barry Sanders is unique. Walter Payton was unique. Gail Sayre is unique. Um, but, yeah, it does feel like, you know, there probably were running backs that they got a chance to play 10, 12 years where you don't get that anymore because nobody's going to employ you at a, you know, respectable salary. Yes, Paul. Yeah, before the 90s, the idea of sharing the running back position wasn't even a concept yet. I mean, I, there's a couple places, but you once you found that running back, you gave him 300 carries until he somehow got his big injury and left the sport. Eric Dickerson, you know, he would have played 12 years with the Rams if he didn't get banged up. It, it was just a weird mentality where the quarterback was secondary, and then Dan Marino came around, and, and it started to shift. It started to shift real fast. Yeah, it's just weird that the better you are at that position, the more likely it is that I'm not going to sign you to a second contract. Also, there was no such thing as a franchise tag back then. You couldn't hold a player, I don't know if hostage is the right word, but you couldn't control the market on him. You just had to re-sign the running back because there was no other option. But I don't know what Jim Brown got paid. I I have no idea. Like, did he get 300000 Did he get 500000 did he get 100000 I have no idea. And he was the best running back and one of the greatest players of all time. I have no idea. I don't know what Jerry Rice made. Anybody have an idea? Did he make $2 million? $2.5 million? I have no idea. Yes, Marv. The running back position is one of those, like, man, remember that guy? Jamal Lewis ran for 2,000 yeah. yards. I only know that because I have no life. But Priest Holmes, Christian Okoye, yeah. four-timer two, Sean Alexander, yeah. those guys where you're saying three, maybe four years, a few good years. Well, Sean Alexander had, I think, 28 touchdowns one year for Seattle. And then it's more wear and tear on your body. And that's what Nick Chubb was saying. Hey, I can rush for 2,000 yards, and then I'm devaluing myself because it's like, man, he's got a lot of wear and tear on that. Instead of... Hey, can I run for, can I get 200 carries and maybe 80 catches? And this is what, you know, feels like offenses are doing. Christian McCaffrey, this is what you're doing with him. He can't carry the ball 300 times. You don't want him to carry it 300 times. They don't want to run it 300 times. But if I can give the option of you got to respect him as a receiver and a runner, then okay, in that offense, we can make this work. Yeah, Marv. Is that why LaDainian Tomlinson played for so long so effectively? Well, he was a great receiver, yeah. I mean, he had one of the greatest seasons of all time as far as touchdowns. I mean, that might be as good a uh, season a running back has ever had, but you start to look at how long do you want to keep him as your featured running back? How long can you? And these receiver, these quarter uh, uh, running backs now know that to stay in first, second, and third down, you've got to be able to catch the ball, and you've got to be able to block as well. Yes, Paul. Nick Chubb's one of the anomalies. He got the second contract, and he's actually improving. He's going into year six. He had his best year last year, 1,500 yards. Jonathan Taylor knows he's going to make Jonathan Taylor's his fourth year with the Colts. He's going to make $4 million this year. Next year, if he has a good season, they'll franchise tag him for $10.1 million. And that's it. That's the best he could hope for with yeah. the Colts. So he's trying to get that three-year, $35 million deal now and get his one contract. And, and Jim is like, why? I, you have no control here. You have no leverage. Yeah, and that's what he's trying to say is, hey, then trade me. And Jim Irsay said, I'm not trading you. But, but I don't know who's trading for Jonathan Taylor. Because are you going to take him for one year, and then you're going to be in this situation next year? 
I don't want to do that. If you said, hey, do you want to bring in, you want to trade for Jonathan Taylor? Or you want to sign Dalvin Cook? I'd sign Dalvin Cook. I don't have to trade. Like, there's no leverage whatsoever. Uh, but, you know, the fact that he's asked for a trade, and, and you've got a rookie quarterback there, Anthony Richardson, who's going to need all the help he can get from other players on the team. And now if you don't have your star running back, I mean, this is a mess. There's, Jim Ursay can think this, but saying it, and now, you know, it's ready to detonate here. Some phone calls here. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. Buddha in San Francisco. Good morning, Buddha. What's on your mind? What up, DP? Good morning, boys. Uh, Dan, quick, I got a Jerry Rice number for you. He made his first contract with a five-year deal, $1.8 million. Pretty crazy. <laughs> um, best of the weekend, Dan. Who says the Giants and Dodger fans can't get along? I was balling out in my suite with Will the Thrill Clark, Dan. Oh, yeah. He came in. He was making his... He was making his round, signing kids' jerseys, hanging out. We were having beverages. I handed him my Dodger hat. He looked at me. He said, you want me to sign that, son? I said, yes, sir, I do. And he signed it, and it was awesome. So, uh, worst of the weekend, Dan, it changed once I uh, saw the program this morning. Fritzy shaved his beard. I think that's a big, big no-no, man. I think that was going to be an awesome part of his uh, boot barn cowboy ensemble there. Yeah, um, I did talk to his wife, and she said, uh, I said, what do you think of the beard? And she goes, um, I, I could do without it. I said, okay. And then uh, Todd said he was going to shave probably by Friday night, and you're not going to have it when you go on stage. I, I was even willing to make it a fancy thing. You can pretend that like I'm a stranger that came in. I'm not the I'm the guy with the facial hair, and I could be a totally other wait, person. Wait, wait, how do you go to there? Because she really made it clear that she wasn't really into the look, and it was getting very itchy on me. I didn't love it, and then once she came back from France, telling me that she didn't uh, really like it either, and I don't know how that was going to affect our uh, no, but romantic what, situation. What you were saying is that you were going to do role playing thanks to your beard. I did say that. Yeah, I was kind of hinting at that. And what like was instead her... of being Todd, your husband, it's like the, the other guy with the facial hair came to town. I'm Todd, your slovenly husband. <laughs> you remember me when I was clean shaven? Now I'm not. What did What did your wife say nah, about that's role not, playing? Yeah, she's not. Uh, she doesn't get like that. That's not her thing. I, I I put much more wild things on the table than she could even uh, think about. Oh, which is unfortunate. I I understand that. I understand that. Sounded more like a seller than a buyer, Todd. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm Bruce, the guy with the facial hair. Yeah. Let's go. I, I think you're trying to buy something here. <laughs> and she's not She's not buying. Nah. No, not at all. Uh, Brad in Ann Arbor. Hi, Brad. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, Dan. I got a best and worst from the weekend. And um, I guess the 510, 185. I like that. Um, dead, dead. Dead Dad Club, by the way, celebrating 10 years okay. uh, running now. Um, but uh, best, best of the weekend, Blue Jays uh, take on the weekend set over the Los Angeles, California Angels of Anaheim um, after uh, beating the Dodgers last week in L.A., so that's all good. Um, worst of the weekend, uh, Taylor Ward taking that pitch off oh, the face Saturday, and yeah. that's yeah. a scary moment for everybody, and I hope he makes a full recovery. All right, thank you, Brad. Uh, Gus in L.A. Hey, Gus, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the boys had a great weekend. Sure. Um, you know what? To me, not too many best of the weekend, man. My Dodgers got just annihilated by the Reds over the weekend, but Ellie De La Cruz is probably the best of the weekend. That kid is phenomenal. He's the next big thing in baseball, to me at least. Uh, a couple worst of the weekend. The San Diego Padres and the New York Mets. I don't think there's ever been two super teams who have just fallen apart and been just less than mediocre by the trade deadline to become sellers, the proper term, Fritzy, at the trade deadline. And the other words of the weekend, these running back situations, you got Josh Jacobs leaving Vegas. He's not even in town anymore. And this back-and-forth drama between uh, Jonathan and uh, – Jim Mercy, it's like literally, it's like the Colts are now saying, well, he's injured, he can't play. And the dude goes on Twitter, he's like, I'm not injured, I'm 100% fine. So it is just getting uglier by the minute. And just, to me, too many worse of the weekends. I hope it turns out better, and you boys have a great week. Thank you, Gus. 
Yeah, on Sunday night, uh, Jonathan Taylor on Twitter said he never had back pain, never reported back pain. Not sure who sources are, but find new ones. Somebody's lying here. The Colts are saying he showed up and he was complaining about, he had a back procedure done that usually takes a couple of weeks to heal, and that was a few months ago that he had it done, I believe. But, I, I mean, I don't know what the gamesmanship is. Uh, a source said that Taylor failed his physical because of a combination of a previous ankle injury for which surgery was performed earlier this year and the back injury. The team's medical staff had not previously discussed a back issue with Taylor, and the Colts were unaware of the problem until Taylor reported Tuesday, a source said. So who leaked this? Who leaked this? That's what's interesting. And are you leaking medical information here, somebody? I hope that if you're Jim Ursay, I would want to know if somebody's leaking that. Wouldn't you? Hey, who's talking to ESPN or NFL Network here? A local Indianapolis reporter. Or did you say it was okay to leak that information? What if those people are one and the same? Mm. Take a break. Play of the day up next. TireRack.com. If you need tires, always remember. What's what's Dan Patrick always say? TireRack, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Yes, that's it. TireRack.com. Easy to use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation. So the right tires for how and what and where you drive. And they've got the best tires. Full lineup of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. They bring the tires to you at home or your office and actually install them on site. Ultra convenient. That's a game changer there. And you don't have to think about it. Just TireRack.com. And you go there. They have a test track. They put the tires you know, through the, uh, the rigors, and then they give you all the information. Make sure you check out the easy-to-use tire decision guide. TireRack.com slash Dan. See the Goodyear test results. TireRack.com slash Dan. And remember, TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one. 
firmer or softer on each side? You decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. Left side, got it! Check this out. Jovera sets, delivers. Jock hits a base hit to right field. A line drive right through the hole. Coming in to score is Bailey. And the ball game is over. The Giants have won it. And they take this series from the Boston Red Sox with a 4-3 win. Courtesy of the great John Miller, KNBR, Giants Radio Network. Jock Peterson, game-winning base hit. Giants now trail the Dodgers by two games in the West. Jock Peterson has played in just over 1,000 career games coming into this season. Had a total of two walk-off RBIs. He's matched that total with two walk-off RBIs this season alone. That is your play of the day. Brought to you by the great folks at Keeper's Heart. New and unique style of whiskey that combines the best of Irish and American whiskey. Creating a smooth character of Irish whiskey and the bold flavors of American whiskeys. If you're a whiskey fan, you got to try it and drink responsibly. You know, the buyers and sellers here. Dodgers going to make a move here at the trade deadline. Justin Verlander perhaps being dangled there to play for the Dodgers. Max Scherzer going to the Rangers. Rangers certainly buying. They're the second highest scoring offense in baseball, and they're trying to shore up that pitching staff to get ready for October. Also with the Angels. I mean, the Angels are there on the periphery, and they're still buying. Um, I mean, they're five games out of first. Isn't that crazy? The, the Rangers having a historically great year, and the Angels are right there. When does Mike Trout come back? That's what I'd be curious about here with the injury, broken hand. Yes, Paulie. It's also interesting how a franchise could feel like they're in a good direction or bad direction with a similar record. The Padres have 52 wins, and it feels like a real bad season. You know, they're in fourth place. Mm -hmm. The Cubs have 53 wins, and it feels like they've overachieved, and their records are almost exactly the same. Like the Orioles, it feels like they already won this season with 64 wins. Yeah. It's like they don't even have to do anything in the postseason. They've already won, it feels like. Jim in Iowa. Good morning, Jim. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Thank you for taking my call. Yep. Uh, some housekeeping. Good luck to Todd. Mm. And also, your uh, call screener is a very pleasant uh, person. All right. I appreciate All that. Right. All right. Uh, so, uh, my worst of the weekend, hands down, Joe Burrow. Uh, I don't really have a best. That kind of... <laughs> uh, anyway, imagine this. You don't have a quarterback on your football team. You get... Uh, Take your pick. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook. You put three of them in the backfield, and you direct snap to one of them. <laughs> we go old school there. All right. Thank you, Jim. Probably not going to happen. Uh, and I wouldn't be that concerned about Joe Burrow yet. I don't think he's going to play in the preseason. These are just – it's a precautionary move there with the calf injury. But – who is their backup quarterback? Is Trevor Simeon the backup quarterback with the Bengals? I think you're right. I think it is the uh, luxurious Trevor Simeon. Okay. Is he considered a high-end backup? Ooh. Medium-end backup? Andy Dalton would be a high-end backup. Mm-hmm. Who else would be? Gardner Minshew? Right. Sure. High-end backup? Trevor Simeon feels non-threatening, though. Yes, he. Yeah, you can't. You're not. If you're wondering, like, wow, still in the league? That's, that's a different level of backup. Oh, was Andy Dalton? Oh, he's still in the league? No, Trevor Simeon's definitely like a no kidding. He's still playing. Okay. Good for him. Tyrod Taylor, high end backup. Man, he's getting close to the still doing it. Mm. Keith in Portland. Good morning, Keith. What's on your mind? 
Good morning, Dan. Hey, uh, just talking about the running backs. Well, I think one name we don't mention enough is Earl Campbell. Yeah. Just the punishment he used to dish out, and then the beating he took for his body. Uh, just, I don't know. Well, once Great again, running. that proves that these guys, the way they run, and uh, with their longevity, having a shelf life. I mean, Earl didn't even have five years. At least I don't think. I don't know if he got a second contract, but you know he he gave punishment and he received punishment. That's what makes Derrick Henry. It's still amazing that he can be that kind of running back in today's game. But they don't have that great quarterback. Derrick Henry makes Ryan Tannehill a better quarterback. I don't think Ryan makes Derrick Henry a better running back. And that's what I see with a lot. Saquon Barkley makes Daniel Jones a better quarterback. I don't think Daniel Jones makes Saquon Barkley a better running back. Running backs can prop up your quarterbacks. Um, And this is why I thought when the Giants were going to draft Saquon Barkley, it made a lot of sense because Eli, at the end of his career, now you have this guy who's going to make Eli better. And maybe, and they invested in in their defense, and maybe you were going to squeeze out another Super Bowl. But it's not going to be solved anytime soon. Everybody wants the running backs to be paid. You know, we romanticize the position, but the position has changed. It's just not a focal point. The game changed, and in the process, running backs have paid the price. Middle linebackers paid the price. Peter King will join us, get his thoughts on what my question would be about Aaron Rodgers. If I said the over-under years with the Jets at two and a half, what would he say? And we'll check in. With the Indianapolis Colts as well. Hour two on the way on this Monday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.